talking CSU with the voice of the Rams, Brian Roth, on the Jim Davis Show. Joining us on the Chick-fil-A Breakfast Team phone line, Brian Roth. Good morning, Brian. How are you? Doing well, Jim. Thank you. I know that uh, probably your wine today is the Rams coming up short at Wyoming on Saturday, 58-57. I watched a little bit of that game. What tough loss for the Rams at uh, Wyoming to a team that prior to that only won five games on the season. We talked about the week before previewing it. A lot of expectations for that basketball team this season. They had failed to live up to it, but uh, they were able to, to play just well enough on their home floor to get the victory against the Rams on Saturday. Yeah, you know, Wyoming probably had a little bit of luck kind of finally go their way, and Colorado State rolled out one of their worst first halves of the season in that game. You know, they were down 35-21, and obviously we're able to get back to normal and pick it up in the second half and, and in fact, take the lead after being down 16. But Wyoming was due. I just I, As that game went along, Jim, sometimes you get feelings that develop within you, and it just felt like Wyoming was due. And I don't know if you heard the story or not. Maybe your, your listeners probably didn't. You know, this is a, a Wyoming team that had lost eight straight games. And uh, last Tuesday night, there's a big storm on the front range of Colorado that went into Wednesday morning. And they were at Air Force and lost at Air Force, their eighth straight loss. And we're driving back to Laramie when their bus slid off the road and into, into a ditch. Oh, wow. And literally for eight hours, they were sitting on a bus waiting to get get pulled out of there um, between Laramie and Fort Collins on Owl Creek Road, which is an off-the-beaten-path type road, and uh, sat there at an angle <laughs> for eight hours. So that was their week last week, and they had lost eight straight. They had been ravaged by injuries, and you just kind of felt as that game went on Saturday. It's like, look, Wyoming has has something going for him here. Rams missed, by our count, 12 layups in the game, eight of which were just completely blown layups in the game. CSU turned it over at an alarming rate, and we know that's something CSU hasn't done a lot of this year. They're one of the best teams in the nation to take in the basketball. So, you know, look, credit Wyoming. They, they got the win, 58-57. As you look back at it, Colorado State just, just made way too many silly mistakes and missed way too many bunnies. Uh, to to win a game on the road, even if it's against a uh, team like Wyoming that was struggling mightily. I know, and you, and you look at it, we're Hunter Maldonado. They hold him to seven points, and you're thinking, okay, had five assists, a couple of rebounds, but you, you see that stat line, you're going, okay, if you're the Rams, you got to feel pretty good about your chance of winning when you hold Maldonado down to those numbers. No, without question, there, there's no question. Colorado State did it. Great job of Maldonado. You know, Maldonado is a different player this year than, than he was last year because of the pieces around him. And, I mean, obviously that's that's the same with <laughs> any player. I mean, if you're out there playing with two or three other all-conference type players, uh, you're going to be a better player. But, you know, Graham E.K. is not in the lineup uh, for him this year, preseason player of the year, you know, the post player. And then they lost the best shooter in the Mountain West Conference, Drake Jeffries, last year, who was you know, bouncing between the G League and the NBA. Um, and, you know, when when Maldonado was able to kind of go to work, he had two outlets in E.K. and Jeffries last year where he was able to kick out, and, and if the double team came, he was able to, uh, you know, again, hurt, hurt you another way. That's not the case here this year, and so Maldonado's not quite as effective of a player as he was last year, but to your point, Jim, I mean, the Rams took care of Maldonado, did a great job against him, and just really when it comes down to it, it's a, 
it's a first half that was as poor of a first half that uh, you know Colorado State's had this year and gave Wyoming confidence, a team that was lacking confidence coming into the game. And you know at the end of the day, Wyoming was able to pull it out in the last second. And yeah, hard, hard one to to swallow if you're a Ram fan for sure. Rams play-by-play voice Brian Roth with us today on the Team Sports Network. And for Nico Medved, it just the, the frustrations there because he's made the comment that we're playing well enough to win. I mean, the the, the loss to Air Force at home was certainly a, a, a big upset and very disappointing, but it was 85-74. Get that uh, incredible win at UNLV, 82-81. Lose a tough one to San Diego State, 82-76. And then you lose a one-point game on the road at Wyoming where – uh, you know, I think Nico is right where the Rams are close. It's just in some of these games just not able to get over the hump, particularly in a game like Saturday's game at Laramie. Yeah, it's been really one of those years where CSU can't seem to win the close ones. And and look, they're sitting at two and six in Mountain West Conference play right now. And six of those eight games have been really 50-50 games. They've been one possession games with five minutes or less. And you know, you're seeing it two and six, and, and six of those games are toss-ups. Well, you know, Colorado State's only won one of those toss-ups. And, you know, it's a CSU team that could be, I mean, what it could have, should have, could be seven and one in conference. The only time they've been blown out in conference where it hasn't been a toss-up game with five minutes to go is the New Mexico game in the conference opener where they got beat by 19 at the pit. But, you know, I went back, and, and I talked about this on my podcast today, Jim, so the Rams in 50-50 games, and the way I define 50-50 games is when it's a one-possession game at some point under five minutes to go, right? I mean, that's a, that's a 50-50 game. It's, it's right there for the taking. Colorado State is 3-6 and six in those games this year. They're 3-6. and six. Last year, when the Rams won 25 games and went to the NCAA tournament as number six seed, CSU was 13-2 and two in 50-50 games. Wow. So kind of gives you an idea of, you know, the, the margin of error for the CSU basketball team this year is pretty thin. Last year is thicker, right? You could make a few more mistakes in 50-50 games and come away with the win. But this year, that margin of error is just so much thinner. And obviously, when you don't have a guy like David Roddy on the on the roster, that certainly hurts. But got to find a way to, to, to win close games. You, you just have to. It's the name of the game in college basketball, and in particular, in, in conference play. Ten games left in the regular season. That final 10 game starts Saturday at Boise State. And we'll talk about the Broncos in a moment. But what do you hope to see from this team of these final 10 games? What do you think Nico Medved hopes to see from his Rams during this stretch? Well, he, he likes the way that they've been playing defense better since the Air Force game. And, and he was really upset about the defense following the Air Force game. And the Rams have been better defensively. So, so that is good. But, you know, maybe just looking for a little toughness down the stretch of games, right? And, and when I say toughness, it's, it's you know, gritting your teeth and, and getting that defensive stop that you absolutely have to get. I mean, that's what winning close games is all about. When it's not about the offensive end. It's about can you get stops with, with under two minutes to go in a one-possession game? And CSU hasn't been able to do that here this year with any – sort of consistency so it's just being just a little bit tougher at the end of these close games and you got to get defensive stops but you look ahead jim and, and again yeah you have 10 regular season games left then you head to the mountain west conference tournament you know this is a, a mountain west conference that has five teams in the top 35 of the net rankings i mean 
could have five NCAA teams. Fortunately, the Rams aren't going to be one of those this year, but, but, but the Mountain West could have five NCAA teams. I think three is the, is the minimum that they're going to get, maybe four, possibly five. And so you start looking at the schedule of what the Rams have coming up. I mean, they're only going to be favored at least. They'll definitely be favored at home against Wyoming, but that could be the last time the Rams are favored in a game here this year by the uh, odds makers down in Vegas. So it's going to be a it's it's going to be a tough tough road ahead the final 10 games in this Mountain West Conference. CSU Rams play-by-play voice Brian Roth with us today on the Team Sports Network and and one of those teams that is in a position to get one of those NCAA tournament bids. That's who the Rams take on Saturday at Boise 17 and 5 Boise State. Tyson Degenhart at 14 points per game. Uh, Marcus Shaver's been averaging over 13 points per game. Max Rice at over 13 points per game. They've got four guys right now in double digits, so it is a balanced attack led by Tyson Degenhart. He's he's really something. And, uh, you know, freshman of the year last year at the Mountain West Conference, I I think, depending on how the last 10 10 or so games go, he, he has a chance to be the conference player of the year this year. And, you know, remember, Mac, um, uh, uh, Coach Rice, Leon Rice of Boise State, used to be a longtime assistant uh, for Mark Few at Gonzaga, and the Dagenhart kid is a Spokane kid. And he was right on the cusp of going to Gonzaga, and at the last second, Mark Few decided they weren't going to take Dagenhart. He called his friend Leon Rice, and he said, look, you need to, you need to get this kid out of Spokane. And he has been really good. And he's got that NBA type of body. I think he has a chance to to, to, to be an NBA player here in another year or two. So uh, Boise's really good, and, and they are right there in the hunt for the conference tournament. They're right there in the hunt for an NCAA bid. Once again, they're sitting at 6-2, and two, and their only two losses, overtime at New Mexico and a two-point loss at Nevada, who's right up there at the conference, top of the conference standings, too. So, you know, listen, this is going to be a hard, hard game. And don't forget, the Boise State team, Jim, that will, will still – have a little something extra for Colorado State because Boise State won the regular season Mountain West Conference Championship last year, but they got swept in the regular season by CSU. So a little something extra for the Broncos on Saturday night. Hey, Brian, I always appreciate the time. And you can catch Brian with the call on TuneIn this Saturday, 6 o'clock, the Rams at Boise State. Uh, before I let you go, we know we've talked about this before. You're a diehard Broncos fan like Cake and myself. Get that other guy that's not a Broncos fan. He's not here. He's in St. Martin's this week. Uh, the, the Buckeye boy. Oh, yes. Uh, vacationing in St. Martin's this week, Brian. <laughs> Good gig. I believe I believe he's on Judge Schmale's boat down in the down in St. Martin's. I believe he's spending some time on the boat with Judge Schmale's. But um, the Broncos coaching search, who do you hope they hire? Right now, we don't even know who they're going to have second interviews with right now. It's every other year. It seems like okay, we've we've had a, a fairly good sense of who the finalists are. We we know they've talked to Sean Payton and they've interviewed Ajiro Vero and they've interviewed Dan Quinn and D'Amico Ryan's and Raheem Morris and a lot of those guys and Jim Caldwell. Who do you think is going to end up being the Broncos head coach? What's what's your gut telling you? You know that's I, I, that's I I don't know. I mean I, I my gut was telling me Harbaugh right at the start. Uh, and then this Peyton thing is, is dragging on. That's a good guy. I, I don't know. I don't have a gut feeling on it. I'm just kind of awaiting like you guys to say, okay, when's the news going to come down? But I think I told you last week on the show, I'm like, I, 
the head coach obviously is important, but the most important thing in the NFL is to have a, to have, have a quarterback that is at least competent. And uh, I just I, I don't care who it is, just come in and fix Russell Wilson. That's that's the only I don't know who you that is though. But fix him, <laughs> fix him. I mean I don't know what's broken, but fix him. Whatever it is, <laughs> if we got him for another what five years, fix him. Perfect stuff. Perfect that's, stuff for wine about a Wednesday, Brian. That's perfect. It's a, it's a just yeah. fix him. I don't have to do it. Just fix him. Yeah, I like that. Good. Well, Brian, I appreciate the time, man. Take care. Have a safe trip to Boise and have a good call on Saturday. Absolutely. Thank you, Jim. All right.